You're listening to Happy Healthy Hormones with Dr. Chris. Are you tired of the short-term patch to your health problems? Is avoiding medications and surgeries important to you? If you answered yes, then your prayers have been answered. Dr. Chris has been helping people transform their health for over a decade. He's a world-renowned health expert who specializes in holistic health. He's a professional speaker, chiropractor, and international best-selling author. It's his mission to help you reach your full God-given potential through holistic health and healing. Get ready to be inspired and transformed. Here's your host, Dr. Chris. Hello there, everyone. So this is the show where disease takes a dive and people come to thrive. Today, we're going to be talking about the six medications that are the most dangerous and that you want to stay away from. Now, obviously, we want to stay away from all medications, right? Like God didn't create us uh, with a lack of a statin or some kind of medication that was made by man that wasn't put in our body. No, we were designed to live an abundant life without having to put toxins in our bodies. Now, I'm not saying that medications are bad all the time. No, I mean, there is a place and time for medications. When they're in a life-threatening situation, uh, when there is a true deficiency that someone has, like, I don't know, maybe their thyroid is taken out and they no longer have a thyroid. Like, there are certain instances where that is necessary and it'll save your life, but not in the fashion that so many Americans are using medications today. They're using it for every type of patch you can think of. Doctors are very easy to just hand those over and just appease the patient. Unfortunately, they're creating a long list of horrible side effects and long-lasting detrimental health effects that are actually a lot of times worse than what they're trying to take the medication for. When you're looking at medications and what it's doing to our country, it is ridiculous. I mean, 128,000 people die each year from properly prescribed medications. Now, this isn't just old medications, people that take the wrong dosages or people that abuse those things. No, this is just the ones that are properly taken, 128,000 each year. However, there is an estimated anywhere from 1.5 million to 2.7 million hospitalizations each year from again, properly prescribed medications. So it's running rampant. In fact, when you look at the number one killer in our country today, it's actually not even a disease, but rather it's medications and surgeries. It's our medical system. And so we want to stay away from these things. We want to start to create a a body, a foundation in in our lives that will allow us to thrive without having to put these foreign things into our body. And when you Think about how many people you know right now that are on a medication. It's pretty staggering. Anywhere from 60 to 70% of Americans are estimated to be on at least one prescription. So everyone is affected by this. And the fact is there are a few that are more dangerous than others. And so today I want to talk to you about the six most dangerous medications that you want to stay away from at all costs and some of those things that they're actually doing to your body as well. And I'm going to give you some solutions and things you can do to help start to either wean off of those medications. Now, you should always work with a health professional when you're trying to do these things, but here are some options. And and if a doctor tells you that you have to be on a medication, you should always ask them for how long. And if they don't have an answer for you, if they don't allude to the fact that you can get off that medication, if they hint at the fact that you need to be on this the rest of your life, really question that hard. Really question that doctor because the fact is, 
you shouldn't have to be on a medication the rest of your life. There are very few and rare circumstances that that's going to be a difference between you living and dying. And so don't buy into the junk, right? Don't be buy into the BS because it's not where you have to live your life. So when we look at the first one I want to talk about today, we talk about protein pump inhibitors, so PPIs. Millions of Americans take PPIs to alleviate the symptoms of gastroesophageal reflux disease or GERD, right? Diverticulitis, indigestion, heartburn, acid reflux, a condition marked by food and acid in the stomach leaking back into the esophagus and causing damage. However, these PPIs like Nexium, the little purple pill, right? Previs said, have been shown to both block nutrient absorption and inhibit the production of necessary stomach acid, which can cause a host of other problems. Now, here's the other issue. A lot of times people are taking these medications for their indigestion, heartburn, acid reflux, and these things are lowering the amount of acid in the stomach. However, most of those diseases that I just talked about and those symptoms are actually caused by having not enough stomach acid. That's right. And so it's actually counterintuitive and counterproductive. So you really want to understand what's happening there and understand what you can do to avoid that. Now, to give you a couple of solutions to that, number one is make sure you're eating a diet rich in alkaline foods. So alkaline foods are going to balance out your pH like they're supposed to. They're going to help your body be able to absorb and digest things. And you want to make sure you can get as much raw alkaline foods as you can because those naturally have digestive enzymes are going to help break down that food better. Your body's going to be able to absorb it easier and you're going to actually allow your body to rebuild the stomach lining because we are constantly having cell turnover when you're diseased. Well, that cell turnover is probably going to be much higher, much greater. However, regardless, you want to make sure you're repairing that and that you just do that through the foods you put in your body. So that's a big one. Other thing, keep the sugar out. Holy cow, Americans eat so much sugar. You know, you probably had a ton of sugar in your coffee today and you didn't even know it. It's in everything we eat. And so the better you can do to eliminate that, just make healthier choices at lunch, breakfast. I mean, you look at the standard American diet and for breakfast, people are having their pastry, they're having their orange juice, they're having a coffee that has a you know 500 calories, most of which is from some form of sugar. So just make sure you're looking out for that stuff. Now, when we look at number two is we're looking at statins. Statins are the top-selling class of drugs for several years in a row. I mean, statins are hailed by the medical system as like the miracle cure for high cholesterol and heart disease. Well, here's the thing. Having high cholesterol isn't a bad thing. In fact, you got to look at certain ratios and not the standard ratios you look at on the standard blood test. There's some different calculations you want to look at for that. But when you look at things, you want to understand that Overall, cholesterol is not the indicator whether you're going to get heart disease or have a stroke or have a poor quality of life. In fact, actually, it's the opposite. The lower your cholesterol is and and lower levels, you'll actually have higher risk of heart disease and stroke. And so we just want to avoid these lies at any and all costs. So one of the best things you can do to look at your cholesterol and to really figure out, okay, whether you have the normal levels is actually take your HDL and divide it by your total cholesterol, and that number should be greater than 24%. Right? And the other thing is take your triglycerides, divide that by your HDLs, and that should be a number less than two. So if you're in those safe ranges, you're doing good. Now, if any of those are out of range, again, not the end of the world, doesn't mean you need to get on a statin, but there's some things you can look at and do differently so that you don't 
put yourself into a bad situation. But popular statin drugs like Lipitor and Crestor have been shown to greatly increase users' risk of diabetes, liver disease, brain damage, muscle atrophy, and even early death. So your brain is 60% fat. Well, these medications are lowering the amount of fat that you're producing, which again is going to starve your brain of that vital component, and it starts to shrink, it starts to atrophy, and you're going to end up with a lot of disease, Alzheimer's, dementia. These things are at an all-time high. People getting diagnosed with these kind of brain diseases in their 40s now. Now, the side effects of statins are so severe. In fact, the FDA recently expanded its official warning. This is a couple years ago now about their use. And prevention does little um, in the eyes of statin drugs. If anything, to prevent a heart attack or stroke, um, you want to make sure you're just eating lots of actually good healthy fats. Can you believe that? Yeah, absolutely. So what are some things we can do to avoid this? So number one, make sure you have normal cholesterol levels, eating good fats, avocado, wild-caught fish, nuts, seeds, those types of things. Then also exercise. How about that, right? Now make sure you're getting that high-intensity exercise in. Something is going to be better than nothing, but please get that out there. And then the third thing is detoxing your body. Now when you're extremely toxic, cholesterol levels are going to be all over the place. And so you want to make sure that if you are toxic, test for that and then see how toxic you are and figure out what you need to do to get that out of your body as well. So moving on here, let's go to number three, which is antibiotics. The leading cause of antibiotic resistant superbugs. Antibiotics are another class of drug that can cause long-term health problems without providing much, if any, benefit. And similarly, these are insanely overprescribed. Uh, conditions. I mean, you get a little sniff and a cough, and, and they're going to give you an antibiotic. But this long-term use has made many infections more virulent and also untreatable. So really watch out for that stuff. So how can you boost your immune system? Well, number one is making sure you're getting lots of sleep. It's a great one. Also taking supplements like vitamin D, uh, vitamin C, even using essential oils to help boost that immune system is a great way to do that. And then we look at number four, the opioid pain relievers. So now the president declared a war essentially on that pandemic. I mean, pharmaceutical drugs have officially been declared the leading cause of death in America. And leading the way are these painkillers like Vicodin, Oxycontin, Percocet, codeine, morphine, the list goes on. In fact, a study by um, Bradius University in Massachusetts uh, looked at prescription painkillers. They're now responsible for more fatal overdoses than both heroin and cocaine combined. But this is just getting out of control, and these elevators, these numbers are continuing to elevate uh, as well. And so, one of the best things you can do to alleviate that pain naturally, chiropractic is amazing at helping them with all forms of pain. Uh, but it's not just limited to pain, as you know, if you've listened to the show before. Um, acupuncture, another great alternative, and then also massage. So there's a combination of things you can do, and there's more things out there, but those are just some of the most popular things that work and have some of the best success. Then number five we look at is SSRI drugs. So these are things used for for really anxiety and depression, so things like Prozac, Paxil, Lexapro. Um, but their danger has typically been uh, extreme, and side effects like suicidal tendencies, sexual dysfunction, GI bleeding, heart disease, even creating a homicide is just some of the things that this drug is creating. And a lot of times it actually makes depression symptoms worse, leading people to become more violent. There's a connection there, folks. Let's wake up. So you can use things like essential oils. Um, and then 
Um, also, so just having a good support system and using supplement with magnesium, these are all good sources to add to whatever it is you might be doing. Uh, again, just get professional advice when you're doing these things. And then the sixth one, which ties into those last solutions, is the antipsychotics, one of the deadliest drug classes, commonly prescribed for conditions like schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, severe and major depression, uh, as well as off-label conditions too, just like everyday anxiety. But these medications have been shown to increase blood sugar levels, elevate lipid and cholesterol levels, and promote weight gain and weight loss resistance too. So as you can see, there's a lot out there, but you want to stay away from medications at all costs. Like they're the last option by far, but we can't put more of these interferences in our body and expect to have a higher level of health long-term, just a temporary patch. So remember, your body needs no help healing, just no interference. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please help more people in reaching their fullest potential and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. For show notes and other free resources we mentioned today, go to newedgewellness.com.